The same old crap coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I was talking to a friend of mine recently, and he was talking about his friend. um, His friend is a black guy, so, you know, a friend of my friend is a black guy. And this guy, the African-American fellow, he's, he's very woke. He's black and he's crazy woke. And so it just leads to some interesting things. So, whatever. They were, uh, they were talking. And I guess we'll call, we'll call him the black guy and the blonde guy. My, my friend is blonde and then his friend is black. So the black guy, for whatever reason, said that there's no black people in TV commercials. And my blonde friend, I mean, he's not, he's not woke, but he's not crazy anti-woke either. But he's like, dude, there is a freaking ton of black people in TV commercials. And so they just sat down to watch some TV commercials. And I think, whatever, they watched one commercial, there was a black person in it. They watched another commercial, there was a black person in it. They watched a third commercial, there was a black person in it. And I, I think uh, the black guy, whatever, he didn't want to play the game anymore. It reminds me of a time all of us were doing a Zoom call back, you know, back when COVID started and no one was going out. It was kind of like we had a we had a Zoom call party, or you know, drank some beer and just talked about whatever. I think actually comic books and then also other stuff. So this is a quite a while ago. This is closer to the old summer of love of George Floyd, and so the idea of cops cops are racist blah blah came up i think there's four of us on the call um i guess my story i can't remember one of the guy i can't remember his story um my story was back in like about the mid 90s i had a a ghetto sled i had a 1982 cutlass supreme with uh, cool wheels on it anyways it was just a it was the kind of car that crack dealers used to drive back then also and so one time I pulled into the, I didn't, I, I, I took a turn and I didn't pull into the closest lane. And so a cop pulled me over and he walked up to my car, saw that I was white and was like, never mind, move along. So it's kind of funny. There I am. I'm the anti-woke person. I think that's the only, well, I'll tell you the other two stories. That's, I think that's the only examples of racism from the stories. I mean, he was looking for crack dealers because... Crack dealers have drugs and guns on them, and then that, you know, that's worth a cop's time. You can, you know, you can take someone down for quite a while when they got drugs mixed with guns and cash. That's right, and cash. They love, cops love cash because they keep it. So anyways, this guy was looking for black crack dealers with drugs, guns, and cash, and he saw me, and he's like, oh, you ain't a black crack dealer with guns, drugs, and cash, and so he just let me go. So that's kind of racist, or it just means... You know, he's looking for criminals. He knows what he knows what criminals look like and he could see that I wasn't one. But then my blonde buddy, he had a story and I forget where he was, but he was he, he was driving and he had some friends in the car and for some reason a cop came up and a cop just pointed a gun right in his face. Like he came up to the driver's side door, pointed a gun right in my buddy's face, and he said, Roll down the window. But the thing was, the window was already rolled down. And so my buddy is there, like, going, you know, he's, he's scared. He's like, oh, my God, this guy's got a gun pointed right in my face, you know, point-blank range. 
He's like, the window is rolled down. And the cop is like, I said, roll down the window. And I think, whatever, it went back and forth. You know, I said, roll it down. It is down. I mean, I could see it. You would think he could, the cop could see it's down. I don't know. I have no idea what was going through this cop's mind. But anyways, my buddy is blonde. He's got he's blonde, blue-eyed, white man. And this cop was just pointing a gun in his face and saying crazy stuff. You know, so... In my opinion, I would say that's not racist. I guess my buddy my buddy wants it to be racist. He's not woke, but still, he'd like there to be some racism. And I think um, in the passenger seat was his 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 friend who, who who's Mexican or you know looked Mexican, looked Hispanic. So my buddy is like, well, maybe you know maybe it was racism because he was pointing the gun in my face because there was a Hispanic guy in the passenger seat, which it's not impossible, but. It, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't think a whatever. The cop was just acting weird. I don't think it had any racial motivation at all. I mean, if you you know, if if a cop pulls over some black people, does it mean they don't understand what it means to uh, what a, when a window is rolled down? I don't think so. It was just a weird ass cop, a weird ass situation. Nothing to do with race, in my opinion. And then the black friend of a friend, he told his story of cops being racist. And he went to some rap, this was a long time ago, but he went to some rap concert and whatever. It was black musicians and then the crowd was black people. So it was a, just, it was a, it was a black music concert, basically. And I think this was in Seattle in the 90s. But um, I guess a bunch of cops in their cars kind of showed up at the concert. I don't think they, they didn't do anything. I don't think they didn't interact with anyone, but they just whatever. They went to where the concert was and parked maybe down the street from it, you know, a bunch of them. And so, you know, I guess I guess you know, if you're going to call that racist, you're like, "Don't you know that rap concerts are completely peaceful? You're only uh, you know, parking down the street from this because you're racist." I mean, I think once again, it's like, uh, you know, the last rap concert we had turned into a riot. Uh, why don't we just go park down the street in case something crazy happens? I mean, I don't know. You, dear listener, will have to decide on that one. But anyways, my buddy's friend, the black guy, you know, he, I guess he got out of the concert after it was over. He saw those cops, and he like, I don't know, I think he's like, you know, he started turning to his friend. He's like, you know, hold this. Hold, you know, hold, 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 my, hold my jacket. Hold my wallet. I'm going to go beat up those cops. Those cops are racist. I'm going to go attack them physically. I mean, I'm sure he said it in different words, but that was basically his idea. This is him telling the story, right? I ain't saying this stuff. In any case, his friends are like, uh, don't be stupid. Do not go up to a bunch of cops and physically assault them. And so he didn't. But anyways, that was his example of the cops being racist. Um, I mean, you know. They, they, whatever. They, they were, they were worried about a concert. Maybe that's a little racist. But it, it, it almost seems like his story was like the reason why they were racist is because I was about to go attack them. And so, you know, is this emblematic? Is this representative of a certain kind of woke black person in America? And I think the answer is yes. First off, I mean, you know, he's black. Yeah, I mean, he's probably like, you know, he's probably half white. He's also half white. He's black, but he's half white. And there's a theory that um, if you're not all the way black, then you got to be a little more whatever. You got to you gotta push your blackness a little more because you're not, um, you don't feel secure in it. 
And I don't know if that's true, but if it is, then probably that's going on here. And second off, like, he's, whatever, he didn't grow up in the ghetto. He's not poor. I mean, you know, he just, he's just a successful, you know, upper middle class American. Not some crazy black person from the ghetto, or, you know, whatever story you want to make up in your head. Just a, just a, you know, upper middle class, successful American. And, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's who, the, I mean, the wokest people in the world, right, are upper middle class white women. But I think upper middle class black men, they're also crazy woke. And they're just looking around, making false accusations, right? Like, there ain't no black people in commercials. Oh, every single commercial that is played that day has a black person in it. They're just not in touch with the reality. And I will say, I don't talk to that guy anymore. I haven't gone to, I haven't gone to a Zoom party or whatever with him in, you know, quite a while, over, over a year. Um, and it's probably for the best, because he would flip the fuck out if I said something like, well, you know, unarmed civilians of every race are killed exactly proportional to the amount of violent crime that that race commits. Sorry, by police. I mean, that would send him over the edge. It would be insane. I would, I would have to hang up my Zoom thing. So I don't know. It's kind of like that Jesse Smollett hate crime hoax thing I was talking about before where people feel justified in committing hate crime hoaxes because even though their, their little hate crime thing isn't real, they think that there's millions of them happening everywhere. So they're, you know, they're helping the struggle by you know, getting a big bunch of publicity for these hate crimes that they think are happening everywhere. And, you know, anyways, they're just wrong. They're unaware that the hate crimes are not happening everywhere. They're, you know, the reason why they have to create a hoax is because there ain't none. The supply and the demand are mismatched. The supply of white people doing racist stuff is non-existent. But the demand for stories of white people doing racist stuff is enormous. So that's just how, whatever, that's how people's brains feel. They're not going to be open to evidence contradicting that. So I guess, uh, you know... Choose your words wisely when you're talking to your friends, you know, about to be ex-friends. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.